Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Burned Ambition. I am Burn Beauty 2018, and tonight I am super excited about my guest. Um, you see it already running across the bottom of the screen at busybumblebee underscore on Instagram. Her name is Fatima B, and she has spent half her life as a substance abuse prevention counselor, as well as just working with children. And I talked to her um, a few times. I, you know, she's a new friend of mine, and I'm really excited about the platform that she has to help encourage the kids. But also, please pay attention, adults as well, because all this applies to us too when we're trying to recover. Okay, I'm gonna bring her on screen right now. It is Miss Fatima B. Before I bring her on, if you're on YouTube or Facebook, please remember to subscribe, like, share, comment, so that we can reach as many people as possible. Here comes Fatima. Like Hi. I'm so excited to be here. We are excited to have you because you. I have, um, you know, Burned Ambition is sort of new within the past couple of months. And it's for, of course, I come from a point of being burned. That's what got me out here. That's what got me working to help people. But it's not for just burn survivors. And I've been saying that, but I haven't been able to bring on anyone yet who, in the two months that I've been doing it yet, who wasn't a burn survivor that had some golden nuggets to offer for us. Because really when, our, when I or burn survivors talk, it offers good advice to everyone. You don't have to be burned to understand that we have to rebuild confidence and that we have to be big fish, like you're going That's to fish, right? Yeah. So you don't have to be that. You know, the only reason I call the show Burned Ambition, y'all, is because I have more ambition now than I did before the burns. Wow, <laughs> that's a good thing. I call that phenomenon burdened ambition, you know? So please tell me about you and everybody wants to know about being a big fish and not a guppy. Yes. So hello, everybody. My name is Miss Fatima B. Um, so just a correction. So I'm currently a, a substance abuse intervention and prevention counselor, but um, I've been working with the youth and children for half of my life. Um, I love kids. I think that they are very impressionable. And I think that as an educator, we don't always realize the impact that we have on a child's life. Right. Yes, so I am the CEO and founder of I'm a Big Fish and Not a Guppy. And this phrase is really a mindset, right? It's a lifestyle. The guppies are all of our problems. They are all of the negative things. They're the people who told us what we could and could not do. They're the, the people who are just, you know, not on the same team. And so um, this phrase means so much to me because I think that life is very short, right? But it is also a, a very long to have not lived and not made a mistake or have not 
done anything that you're not necessarily proud of, right? And so we have to continue swimming. And I think with this mindset, it reminds us that we are a big fish, not a guppy. So we don't stress that because guppies live in a pond and big fish live in the sea and our possibilities are endless. So once you get that in, soak it in, everything is a breeze. I really think so. And, you know, I think I've applied that to my life without being able to articulate it in the same manner that you have, but I've lived it in a way, you know, yes, I, you have. I had to make a decision, you know, what was I, what was I going to do um, after losing my face? What am I going to mm-hmm. do? Can I ever make another dime uh, to support my family? No, I didn't think so. Um, I always loved makeup. What's the point of putting it on? I'm not going to look the same. What's the point? What's the point? And you are beautiful. You are beautiful, by the way. Thank you. But that was that was kind of the guppy, right? Right. Held right. back, and you're in the little pond, and you just—it's like that's what bothered me. I right. couldn't figure out how I could live the rest of my life in that little pond. Do you know what I mean? Like how yeah. can, how if I can't do the things I've always done and I'm afraid to go outside and I'm only 45 or 46 years old. I mean, I know that sounds old to a lot of y'all, but there's a lot of living still to come. Mm-hmm. That would be a lot of years of sitting in the house if you were a guppy. So I guess I became a big fish by mistake. Um, not by mistake, it's by design. I did the work. Correct. Again, right? Correct. Mistake. We need to give ourselves credit. That's it. Yeah. Right. I did the work. You but did the work. There? How did they get there? How do you become? How do you okay. get, particularly with kids? Right. We give them to get them to understand being a big fish mm-hmm. and guppy. And not a guppy. Yeah. Right. Which, so I think with children, with the youth, you have to give them, you have to be almost a backbone for them, right? Because as an adult, I know the things that I go through, I feel like it is the end of the world, right? I feel like this is crazy. Oh my goodness, you know, how is this? And as a child, right, they really feel like a pencil dropping, milk spilling, like really small things they think are the end of the world. And so um, when I talk to my kids at my school, I let them know, listen, the problems that you all are having right now are going to be nothing as you get older. And so it's just instilling in them that self-confidence. You know, I think a lot of uh, the youth now, they're looking on social media and they're seeing all of these things, right? Um, But I think what I realized in this new age of coming, a lot of kids are not aspiring any longer to go to college. You know, they're not aspiring to um, become a doctor or a lawyer. They're like, okay, I'm gonna make it big on YouTube. I'm gonna go, you know, to the clubs. Like they just have like quick unrealistic goals. And so I think that social media plays a part and then it also plays a part on their self-worth and their self confidence it does and just oh that is so much that that you just said because um you know on occasion you guys will see me like i'll make a video and i might put a filter in just for like Mm -hmm. 
it's like that you rarely will ever see me with a filter. I present this way. I present with good lighting. I've told y'all that. Right. Um, no filters, but, you know, not having good mm -hmm. lighting. Savage. I wouldn't do that under any circumstance. Kidding, <laughs> <laughs> kidding. So, but, you know, it's, I try to, when I'm having a bad day, I try to reflect that too, because I feel like a lot of influencers only show the good day. Oh, I'm out and shopping. And I've got my, my Right, my Louis Vuitton, my Dior, my Hermes, my YSL, my Chanel, my, yeah. My Kim Kardashian Bob. I've got <laughs> all, right? And that's good. That's fun stuff, okay? But when you're having a bad day, you need to convey that too because it gives the impression that like the influencer isn't having the same problems that you are. And I noticed this years ago being a mother just before Instagram existed, like the Facebook effect that my daughter would go through when she was young, looking at just her friends going on vacation, living the life. But, you know, and then she's like, oh, my life is so hard because your friends aren't, you're going on vacation too. Right. Your, your life isn't bad, but your friends aren't posting about the argument they just had with their mom about their skirt being too short, you know? Mm -hmm. They're not posting about, you know, mom saying no. Your life mm -hmm. isn't bad. It's real. So I definitely, I made, at the beginning of this year, I decided that I would try to, um, well, always from the beginning, I knew I would keep it real, but I really want to, I wanted to redefine what it means to be an influencer. And it's not about, I love makeup and all that stuff, but it's not about the glamorous stuff. It's about. It's about what's in you. You know, you said something really well. And I think what people I feel like people who are going through things, number one, they always feel like I'm by myself. Like they always feel like they're the only person and you're not. Like there are thousands and millions of people who are going through so many different things. Right. And I also agree with, with social media, it is tricky, right? Because people will show you the good. They don't show you when they wake up and your account is overdrawn and you just got paid the two days before, right? But they show them in a range and they show them in a Mercedes Benz and, you know, they... And, you know, yeah. And, it's, and this is a funny thing because I was just talking to one of my really close friends and, you know, she's having her own problem uh, things. And she was like, you know, I really want to see more people instead of always just posting when they get to the top, show your struggle points, right? Like show what got you there because we all have a, a story, right? Like before yep. we reach to the top and when we finally get, listen, okay, when my account was overdrawn, my dreams and never slept. I had to continue to swim. Like it's a part of life. Like everybody at some point is down. It's, it's a part of it. But and you have to get up correct. Yes. Correct. And yeah. that's what makes a big fish ups and downs. There's no fish that's just swimming straight through, zooming through at the high. No, you're going up and down, up yes. and down, up and down. But you continue to move. You continue to swim. And you don't stop. And you don't stop because there's, there's going to be people in the comments. There's going to be people that you felt were your friends that you share an idea with. And they don't support you the way that you would want. 
Yep. It happens. Continue to swim and just show them. I'm not, I'm not, that's for the guppies. I'm a big fish. Right. You know, I just made a video maybe last week that said, you know, you want to, you want to find out who your friends are, go to hell and see who comes with you, you know? So, um, and, and that's not my quote. It was a, a sound clip I heard, but it really hit home mm -hmm. for me after going through it. And um, you'll find out who's with you. And, you know, there's all, you guys know, I'm an open book. So everybody that watches me knows when it's a bad day. And like, you know, I was telling you today, I was on this y'all mm -hmm. to get on this podcast. Lord have mercy, I did not think it was going to happen. It's just been one of those days. And it's not particularly any one thing. But sometimes, you know, just as a, as a burn survivor or maybe as a trauma survivor or maybe just as a human being that you don't right. have, a, you don't feel good. You right. know, and it happens. And you, and you just, my favorite thing to do is uh, a lot of times I'll create or do my makeup or talk to someone like you because it always makes me smile. And I hope that our, our youth and even our adults who are struggling to get through the uh, pain of, of trauma or loss or just life in general can can listen and think about it. I mean, you know, I, I'm interested that you're going to write a book. I am. Yes, I am currently working on a children's book series, and it is going to be based around this phrase. I'm a big fish, not a guppy. Um, so grow. So I'm the youngest of ten, and growing up, I had a really severe speech impediment, and mm -hmm. every person who I tell this to, they say, oh, Fatima, you're just, you know, no, there's no way. But um, I did. Like, there was a point where when, like, the teacher would ask me to read a page out of a book, I had such a problem pronouncing the words. It wasn't reading it. My reading was fine. It was pronouncing the words, saying them, accentuating them. Uh -huh. um, and so I found myself as a child, well, growing up, I found myself switching out different words. If I felt the stuttering coming on, I would switch out a word. And it was, and I was like thinking about thinking, like everything that I said in my head prior to saying it, I was thinking it. And then it's, if my mouth was moving too, too slow or my mind was thinking so much, I would stutter. I mean, I mean, there was a point where if somebody asked me my name, I was stuttering. And so what helped was, um, I was in speech classes, and, and and as a child, this speech pathologist would come into the room. I think it's maybe I don't remember if it was every day or every like like three days out of the week, twelve o'clock on the dot, and Thanks he would that. say, "Fatima," and I would be like, oh, "Why do I have to?" Go? You know, you feel alienated, and oh, I went home to my mother and I was telling her, you know, like, I don't feel like this is, I can work this by myself, right? And so my mother was like, Fatima, I want you to always remember that there's nothing wrong with getting help. Like my, my parents and siblings were always supportive of everything that I've done throughout my life. Um, and so what I did that helped was because growing up, um, I used to read books to my mom and father. Like, this is how we learned. 
And I had a teacher in the first grade, Miss Davino. Shout outs to her if she's watching this. Um, yes. You know, and you see, as a grown adult, I'm able to recollect teachers and experiences that have really helped shape me. And so I had uh, my first grade teacher. She was my favorite teacher, Miss Davino. She would have a book, like every day we would read, and she would have this book. And she'd be reading it like this and then she would have her cup of coffee and so what did i do i went home and i made me a cup of lipton tea because i was the closest color to coffee and i would read to all of my dolls and stuffed animals and i would just sit and read them books and books and then i learned to take my time while speaking um so it was really something that was of a self-taught type of help, right? Like right. it was something that I told myself, I need to get this in in um, check. And so even now as an adult, I'll still stutter, mm -hmm. but I'm able to work through it. Um, and so, yeah. And so, yeah, but, but my parents and siblings were very helpful and supportive. Mm -hmm. You know, I believe that we're always in exactly the same, the right place at exactly the right time in our lives, mm -hmm. whether something good or bad is happening. I'm a strong believer of that. It's synergy and, um, and synchronicity. And before you and I started talking, I was talking to someone who spoke about um, a situation she was in and a person that she was with uh, for 15 years that caused her, she would stutter. Mm -hmm. I just had a very long conversation about that. Um, she doesn't stutter now, but she only stuttered when this person was around. I just had a very long conversation about that. Also, I had a very big open bite that is now coming back after being <laughs> burned. It, it, ugh. The bite closed, but I had a very okay. open bite when I was little. So I talk like that, I had like a, a big list. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it had corrected itself over the years, but after the skin grafts, they pull mm -hmm. on, your, on your, so it's oh, yeah. positioned oh, okay. like yet again. I had no more and it was gone and it has recently come back. Oh, okay. And, it doesn't look any way. I can't even see anything. I don't, and I don't even feel any kind of way about it now, but as a child, it was devastation. And I bothered you. Yeah. And, and I got called out of class to go to um, speech therapy every, I can't, I can't remember how many times, but I remember she, you would come and I was the only one that yeah. the room and we sat in the room and she taught me how to keep my tongue behind my top. Mm -hmm. Never could do it. <laughs> I yep. never did learn to do it, but I did teach myself to uh, speak to a point where people did not know that that mm -hmm. it was there, um, and then it closed. It, but now it's opening again. Mm -hmm. so, um, so you know how I feel about that. Yeah, we got to keep swimming. That's you it. Know? You have to keep swimming. And you know what the uh, the speak like the stuttering issue that I have is mental because yeah. it happens right. when I'm nervous or it'll happen if my mouth can't move quick enough and my brain is thinking about so many things, right? And so I realized too, 
it was really something that I didn't feel like someone could help me with, right? I, I felt like it was internal. It was something that I had to like get myself like, okay, let me breathe. Let me okay. calm down. Let me think of, right. Mm -hmm. Well, we know famously that Samuel, can I say his name? You know who, use the certain <laughs> word, <laughs> Mr. Jack, Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, Samuel Jackson, uh-huh. I heard Samuel, what, what? I used a very particular word to get over his stuttering. That's a, that's a. Oh, thing. did he have a a, a speech imp impediment a as well? A stutter. Ah, oh, I, I never knew that. He's so famous for using that you the, the MF is, oh, the, okay. is what he somehow used to train his stutter. Himself, okay. yeah. He's a big I, yeah, and that's it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, anyway. you know, yeah and, and and you know what? I, I can believe that. And again, I think that um working with the youth is what is bringing me to writing this book, right? I think that when you work um directly with them, you really you learn so much. Like I look forward into going into work every day. And shout out to my current job. I'm not going to say like too much, but the principal who I have and the assistant principal who I have, they are so like, it's just easy going, easy going. Um, they help me, you know, like I can text text them or call them about any type of um, um, question. And I truly feel like I have lucked out. I feel like those are the best. Supervisors to have right the people that really want to see you grow. Um, before this current one, I had a supervisor. Shout out to Mr. Dill if he's watching this. He is bomb. He is a retired principal. I will never forget when I first started my first two weeks. He called me into his room, and I was nervous because I'm like, I didn't do anything. Like, why am I? You know, am I in some type of trouble? And he said to me, he was like, Fatima, you need to be doing more. Like, why was I in that position that I was in? And I really had to self reflect, right? Because I'm like, wow, this person is really seeing like there's so much potential. And then that's when I begin to share with him just the goals that I've, I've had and the things that I've been trying to achieve because it's always been an aspiration. My Like my passion is to motivate and empower the youth and to help underprivileged families. And so with this phrase, I'm going to do just that. You certainly are because teachers are so important. Just sitting, listening to you reminds me of, you know, if I think everyone watching, sit and think for a minute about who, which teacher it was, not if there was one, which one was it that influenced you the most? Mine was Miss Reynolds. I'm getting older. I hope you're watching Miss Reynolds. The cause <laughs> and um and Miss McKissick. Okay, so I have two. I hope y'all are watching. I hope y'all are, are, are here. But uh I just remember I was a heavy little kid. I was kind of an outcast. I didn't have confidence like I do now. And I want you, if you're uh, a youngster or an adult watching right now, you know knowing. I, I do interviews and I love making videos and I love being on camera and I did not have this confidence my whole life. Right. It's learned. Um, right. You know, but Miss Reynolds, I just remember I was 
my grandparents raised me, so I didn't really have the cool clothes. You know, your grandmama, when she buys your clothes, she'll buy, she'll mm-hmm. dress you like her. And then <laughs> I'm probably <laughs> dress you like her. <laughs> and, <laughs> no complaint, no complaint. At least I had clothes, but it's funny, you know? All right. Now, looking back on it, and I was heavy and had the lisp, and I just didn't fit in. And I was one of few black kids in, in the school, and I was in the gifted class. It was, I just I didn't fit. I liked to read. I had these big classes. But I remember I won the fifth grade spelling bee, and I told my grandma, and she was so happy about it, you know, but Miss Reynolds the next day, I came in, and she had she had a party. Nobody in my class has ever won the spelling, the school spelling bee. Nobody has ever won, and it was a big deal. And that was the first time I wasn't afraid just to be seen. And now wow. that I about it, that happened again after I got burned and lost my face. So for all of you out there, you have to know that you draw on your past experience to get over right. the next experience. That's and exactly it. Always talking. That's exactly. Yeah. And, and you know what, too? Life is a journey. Mm-hmm. And that's just what that is. There is no person walking who is perfect, right? You've either thought something that you shouldn't have thought, said something, or um, did. And the thing, the like the best apology for ourselves and other people is changed behavior. Yes. And so when you think about all of our shortcomings as people, right? And the people who we've allowed in our space, the people that we've allowed, like that we gave them our time. Right. You know what? You apologize to yourself because it happens. Mm-hmm. And then you have a changed behavior so that we know we're not going to make the same mistake again because you don't let one clown come in and make your castle a circus this is not uh barnum and bailey's and all the mother ring wrangling brothers that's amazing that's um i'm really thinking about it as i go through it because like a lot of people contact me just because of the confidence factor, and I do have confidence now, but when I really, you know, I learn as I go, as I do these shows, I do them Mm -hmm. to spread awareness, but I learn and heal as I go, and as I talk to you, and I, and all my guests, and all my followers, and I'm really healing something right now, because I'm realizing what happened. I'm realizing how I was able to get through and be okay and then put myself in the spotlight after thinking that I couldn't even possibly be seen. I've lived it, right? but I didn't remember. Right. And so, I mean, sometimes in life things happen and it awakens other things about mm-hmm. ourselves. Like I know for myself, one thing, cause it gets so, it's so easy sometimes on your not so good mornings, right? To wake up and be like, you kind of pick yourself apart and everybody does this, right? And so I have words of affirmation. I'm big, I'm so big on that. I take 
yeah, I take about two days a week of self-care. And that's, and that means getting a massage. That means getting my toes done, my feet done. I, I love to drive. I find it so therapeutic. And so I will get in my car and I'll just drive. Like your mental health is so important. And I, and, and, and I truly hope that everybody out here is taking away something from this yes. podcast, right? Like take what you need because Right. Your mental health is so important. Nobody wants to wake up every morning or every day or go to sleep every night and you are dreading waking up. Yeah, Ooh. and I've been there. I think you may be there. You might be there right now where you're dreading the next day. That is a different thing. That is depression and it is lying to you and you should get a therapist. <laughs> so if you're at that spot, because a lot of people, I've gotten a lot of messages lately, y'all. And I've told y'all, now I want y'all to message me back when you have your therapist. <laughs> because, yeah. because that's self-care. It's a it's it's a form. It's a part, right? Like it's therapy. Yes, I think that uh, therapy has, has so many uh, misconceptions and so much judgmental um behavior and and where there's nothing wrong with seeking the therapy um, you just have to be comfortable enough to want to open up but it helps right like instead of bottling all of that in go speak to a licensed professional right and even when you have your faith even when you have your faith um and you can talk to the pastor it, you, you can do these things but when it's when you're feeling that depression, when you're feeling that you don't want to get up, when you're feeling mm -hmm. you don't want to participate in life, God is God has given you the tool of being able to contact a therapist. That's it correct. doesn't have to be only through your faith, because I find that's something where people might get a little stuck sometimes where it's yeah. not my faith and I don't need therapy. So, you know, I'm not here to, Today, just to say that, but when you mentioned self care, you know, mm -hmm. you love to drive. I can't drive anymore, but I love to do makeup. So there's times when I'm not going anywhere and I just sit and play with my makeup. And then if it looks really good, maybe I make a video and put it on Instagram. Right. But it's soothing to me. And I like to get my nails done. I haven't been in ages because of work. I like to oh, okay. wigs. I like to walk. I, mm -hmm. I know I should have not done I've done other things, just not that because it's. Right, right, right. Time. I've had to replace it with other self care, and you can do that. You know, yeah, you, you can do that. I, my husband yeah, yes, got me shower bombs because I can't get the mm. bathroom anymore. I didn't know they had shower bombs. So yes, yes, they do. I brought a pack off Amazon. I don't remember the name or the company, but they are like a mint lavender, and uh, you just literally sit it in the tub. Yeah. The hot water and mm -hmm. yeah, they have that, but you can use it. Like for me, I can't get my tub, so there's some you can hold in your hand. You can get in the shower, and it will start. Mm -hmm. uh, like first, I, I wash yourself you, and laugh. Mm -hmm. Just so anything like that, guys, because I get a lot of messages about where do you find self confidence. So tell me, Fatima, <laughs> where do we find self confidence? Where do we find self confidence? We find our self confidence by dressing up looking good so when you so i'm very big on when you look good you feel good 
Now, um, as you guys are going on my Instagram page, you'll see that there are a few pictures where I'm wearing makeup and then there's some that I'm not, right? And so everything depends on the the person, right? My um, self-confidence comes from getting eyebrows done because I don't know how to do makeup. I wish that I did. <laughs> and I would love to learn because I just don't know how I listen, my makeup artist, shout out to Kayla Glam Beat. She has perfected a natural beat for my face. I remember the first time I went to her, I was like, don't do this and don't do this and don't do that. It does that. She was like, girl. What do I do? And she Right. <laughs> I remember one time she was like, Fatima, so you just want foundation and that's it. And I said, no, she was like, you just want like two pumps of foundation. And I was like, Kayla, I don't know. But I, but I say all of that to say times where you're not feeling the best, get, uh-huh. get dressed, throw uh-huh. on some makeup, go get your eyebrows done. I'm a huge lip gloss girl. As yeah. long as my eyebrows and I have my lip gloss, I'm good to go. Like get that. up get dressed put on right put on whatever it is that you want and go out to eat and if you don't want to go out with your friends or they're busy that's fine too go by yourself take yourself on a date a lot of people don't do that overdraft that card if you have to overdraft that card (laughs) overdraft that card on on that and that's it overdrafted on that because you know that's funny i say that too i've said before, if you don't feel good, look good. And there were, I struggled uh, recently through sometimes this year, I've been dealing with medication and then the medication will, I've, of course, um, alter mood sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, when you're, or medication and pain will alter mood and illness. And I, I know I made a post where it's like, well, I, you know, I always decide to try to feel like I look instead of looking like I feel. Mm-hmm. because when I sit around all day and I do sometimes, sometimes part of my self-care is not doing, doing anything. Right? Mm-hmm. Not it's being in your natural form, natural state. Just chilling, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, this is, oh. so sometimes that's my self-care, but you know, when I'm feeling down, it is not, it doesn't help me. And um, I, I will tell y'all, I, I know y'all, I, I don't think I've talked about this, so we'll talk about it just briefly on with Fatima that, um, you know, I, y'all know I said I was feeling sick and I'm probably only made four or five, maybe six posts throughout the whole month of May. And I was sick, but, you know, as it turns out, I was sick due to trying to change the medication. And the medication um, is known apparently for causing all these gastrointestinal problems that I was having. Oh, no. I was waking up and, you know, I was just throwing, you know, vomiting all the time. And I was gagging in my sleep and having reflux. Oh, no. So, so you know, when stuff wow. like happens, you don't think, boy, I bet it's that new pill I took. Right. right? I think that. But, but then it kept going and my mood changed. I wasn't me anymore. I just wanted to sit on that couch and I wasn't looking forward to the next day. And this is last mm month y'all i'm not talking about a long time ago today is june 15th and um that 
I'm talking about a couple of weeks ago. And I didn't, I had to stop and say, okay, what is going on here when I realized that my behavior was different. It wasn't just feeling sick, but my mind was working. Mm -hmm. And that's because the medication was for nerve pain. And Mm -hmm. sometimes antidepressants are used to treat nerve pain. Oh, okay. And uh, and, uh, it it just went very, very, very bad. I, I was getting off my normal nerve pain medicine because it causes weight gain and I, and I, uh, and body positive, but I don't want to become diabetic or right. have high blood pressure. Hypertension, right, that, right. Those are community, so I don't want that. And I, so, you know, I'm not That's saying perfect. anything, I'm not insulting myself, but I don't want to keep gaining weight because it's medicine, right? It's not right. Not being able to lose weight. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was a whole thing, y'all, and I was kind of on my own with it, and I shouldn't have done it that way. I should know better. I've been there and done that, but it creeps up on you. So you know? what, what did you do in order to help yourself get past it? I went to my doctor. I kept contacting my doctor about the GI issues and they said, oh, go, you can go to the gastroenterologist. But then um, I I just messaged my nurse. We they have an app. They, my doctor is very easy to, to communicate with them. But you can text them. And I texted and I told them, you know, I just, I don't feel, I'm not me. Because they know what I do. They follow me. Right. Right. It's not me. I, I don't feel happy. I don't, right. I feel sick. I don't feel happy. I don't feel positive. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like doing anything. And the nurse immediately said, we'll be right back with you. And she got uh, my doctor. Uh, who's Dr. Uh, can I say your name, Dr. Bianca? Because I like yes. So, <laughs> yes, I can. Um, <laughs> in Roswell, Georgia, he helped me so much. He told me, okay, well, it was this medicine, you know, and mm-hmm. everyone responds differently, and he was so kind in it, you know, and let's just take her off of it and take a new one. And as soon as right. I, it was just spot on. You know, but I didn't tell, he didn't know because I didn't tell him, you know, he only right. knew the tummy stuff and I wasn't presenting that right. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't telling them the right, the things that were important, I wasn't conveying. So I think that's something important when you're feeling down is to be able to articulate mm-hmm. what. The that's problem. what I was going to say. Yeah, I think, I think what I, what I really liked and what I took away from what you just said was you were able to say, you were able to hone in and pinpoint, this is why I'm feeling this way, or I feel this type of a way. Um, right. I remembered one day I was um, just super stressed out about just different things that I've been trying to do. Building a brand is not an easy task. Oh, um, and if there's any marketing people out there, please contact me. Um, and oh, so- Oh Lord, don't message Burn the Ambition. <laughs> At Missy Bumblebee. Bumblebee, yes, right. And so, and so, and so, I was talking to one of. He's like my best friend. We are like blood would not make us any closer. We are like brother and sister. We've been friends since high school. Yeah. We were talking about something, and because I was in my mood, I just remember 
sense, just like going, like just, it just clicked the nerve. And it was something so small, something that shouldn't have clicked a nerve, but because I was already going through right. whatever I was going through. Yeah. And so I ended up that same day, like an hour later, I called him and I was like, I'm sorry. Like, I was like, I apologize. Like I went off. I shouldn't have. I said, I'm dealing with X, Y, Z, A, B, C. And, you know, because sometimes I feel like as people, we tend to make our issues or our, like, problems, we burden or we bring them on to somebody else. And that, and that's not fair to the person, whether it's your friend, your mother, your father, your, your husband or fiance or whatever. Right. And, you know, I had that kind of day to day. I felt overwhelmed, you know, and I was just... You know, I was so apologetic, running late for you, and I was—I know—I was just like I was frazzled, and I knew I had to pull myself together because I'm a big fish shell. That's <laughs> it, and not a guppy, and not a guppy. I—I I truly, you know, when I first came out with this phrase, all of my friends was like, "Are you trademarking this? Are you copying this?" And I was like, "No," because I'm always coming up with phrases. Yeah, I'm always coming up with phrases, and I'm always. And then it was just so many people. I said, it's so let cute. me go and coin this. Right. It it was such a cute name. And then I had to figure out what I, what can I do with this? And then me doing a children's book, like the series, is like coming it. full circle into everything that I'm doing. So um, yes. hopefully when everything is done, I can come back and show you guys my book. If there's any authors and published com companies watching now, contact me as well. Bumblebee. Bumblebee underscore. Okay. <laughs> They'll be watching. They'll be watching. Yes, they um, will be. You know, the thing is though, if if you're watching tonight, guys, and this is not just about children, I promise you that this is not about children. And it's not something that you've already lived. It's not something that um That's only just for the kids, because all, when I spoke to Fatima the first time, I was able to put some real things in order in my mind about where the guppies were along the way. Um, I'm not, just on my path as, as Burn Beauty, you know, there were guppies. Um, along my path is Tanya Meisenbach, there were guppies. Um, and I worry when I hear so many people that come to me and the main question is, where do you get your confidence? You know, how do you do it? How can I find my confidence? I, I look in the mirror and I'm not happy or I lost my face or how can how I, I love? It's mm -hmm. all I do my friends. Yes, how do, how, what would you say when you get this question? Yeah. I would say what if if and when I do get those questions, I would tell them that number one, I'm very big on if there's something that you want to change about about yourself in a safe way, change right. it. Whether it's weight loss, start at the gym, right? And sometimes it is easier said than done. I'll share something with you guys. When I was like 18, I was overweight. I was overweight. Um, and I lost 60 pounds. I started going to the gym and eating salads. Now, granted, I was 18, right? So as a child, your metabolism is a lot quicker. Yeah. 
Um, But I say that to say any change takes hard work and dedication. Now, that is something I have learned in my life. Like anything that we want to change is not going to be overnight. So if you can only get to the gym and sweat for 10 minutes, sweat for that time and go home, right? Um, and so I'm, I'm big on when it's something that you want to change, change it. If it's safe, right? If it's, if, if it's conducive to your mental health and to your being. Um, again, like I said, something else that I do is massages. I'm a huge, I love massages. I'm there relaxing, right? And to the spas and driving. And you have to love yourself because when you love yourself, you show other people how to love you. And it is hard. Whoever is watching this and is struggling with that self-confidence, it is truly hard. It is not an overnight project. It is not. It is It is probably lifelong, right? It is something that you have to take steps to daily, daily. You have to tell yourself certain things every single day as I, you wake up. Yep. Yep, every day I, I do positive affirmations. Before I got on this podcast, I said, mm-hmm. God, you're more fabulous than you were at the Lord of I, I will tell myself that. Why can't I? You know, right. it's not, yeah. you know, it's not vanity to tell yourself that you no. love yourself, that you love yourself as you are, because I, you cannot expect anybody else to love you or to see your beauty if you don't love yourself. Right or see your beauty. Mm-hmm. So as to confidence, how do you find it? It comes with that self-love, which, you know, is centered around the self-care mm-hmm. we're talking about. And for me, you know, I had no face and I really had no face and I felt hopeless. But time healed a lot. And as time healed a lot, um, you know, you I- You yourself up. Yeah, I just, I looked in the mirror until I could see myself again because my husband would say, oh, you still look like yourself. I can still see you. Because mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen, whether you're burned or you're shot or whatever happened, um, your muscle tone doesn't change. Your, your heart doesn't change. Correct. It's your what's in you, not on you. Or, right. yep. And that's why my husband could see me still. And he would tell me that all the time. That is so beautiful. I still see you, right? That is so beautiful. God bless you guys. God bless your marriage. Wow, that is so beautiful. That I feel like that is truly the definition of I'm in this for the long haul. And that's where you you know. That's where you got to be because, you know, he said he could see me and I couldn't understand it. So y'all, wow. mirror until I could see me because now I can see me. I can see me in my eyes. I can see me everywhere in my face. Really, if I put up a picture of my old face and this face, uh, it'd be, wow. that's to say it's the same person, but I see me right. and, and I'm still, I'm not always confident. Right now, I'm not delighted by the way I look today. <laughs> I can see myself on this. As, as yeah. And I'm not delighted by the way I look today. But you know what I am delighted with? 
I'm delighted with this conversation. I'm delighted that it's going to help children. I'm delighted that it's going to help my followers that are adults or adults. What's every body can take a piece of yeah. I'm a big fish. Not, not a, a guppy. Not a, a guppy. Don't be a guppy. Yep. And, and and you know what? I think that this was a message that was instilled in me from younger. Um, like I said, I'm the youngest of, of 10. Um, yeah. My father, God bless his soul, um, before he passed, him and my mother would have been married for 42 years. And um, if, if I ever felt like Superman, if Superman was a real person, I would have truly thought it was my father. I would have truly thought that it was my father. And um, when I was younger, he suffered with two strokes that affected him right like back to back. And so it took away a lot of things. Um, my mother is a nurse and she stuck beside him, right? Like I, I was, I think 11 when um, it, it happened and the days went on like it was nothing. Like I, you know, and, and then you know what it is too, having five older sisters and four older brothers, it was almost like I had six moms, right? And five dads. And my mother, she never skipped a beat. Um, there were times where I didn't see her because she was working mm -hmm. two jobs. She was working multiple shifts just to take care of all of her, her mm -hmm. children. And so I think that, that see, seeing that, right? And growing up with, with that, I think it also helps because it really yep. does push me and it pushes the things that I do today. And my parents are big fish and they birthed a 10 big, other big fish. Right. And they, right. and that's it. Yeah. And if, and if, for example, you maybe didn't have your parents growing up, I didn't, I had my grandparents, they were big fish. They were big fish. But uh, I was very, very, very happy to have them. Um, yes. But even if, if you didn't have that growing up, I want you to know that you can still be it. You can still create it and you can start. You that is correct. For your children, you can start. You can do anything you want. And that's it. You know, I want to leave you guys with this one last thing to piggyback. We are all dealt a deck of cards and everybody's deck of cards are different, right? Some people may have it worse. And again, this is perception because you can't tell somebody that their problems are, are, are bigger than or smaller than and this and that. We all were dealt a deck of cards, right? And we owe it to ourselves. If you want to reshuffle your deck, get that deck and reshuffle it. Reshuffle it. Yeah. There's not anything that you can't do. And there's not anything that, okay, you didn't have that. Let's start it now. Like yes. there's so much, so many opportunities in this world that we have to begin to take. We have to take everything by the storm, like just get in it and get what you want and reshuffle that deck. Okay. Reshuffle that deck. No. And yes, you see, guys what i'm talking about that's i reshuffled my deck many times that's yep through you know being a young child i was very overweight too lost weight i reshuffled my deck yep. i 
my first marriage didn't work out, divorce, I reshuffled my deck mm-hmm. and got a good marriage, you know, got right. the, reshuffled. Reshuffled. I like that, guys, because you're a big fish. So that's, you know, when, when you're in pain and you're asking how I can be so confident or how Fatima can be so confident. You have to you have to show up. You have to do the work. Because if you don't do the work, you can't turn the thing you don't like mm-hmm. or the tragedy or the trauma. Mm-hmm. You can't turn that into a blessing unless Correct. you show up for the tragedy every day. You gotta show up for that in order. Yeah, and sit and sit in the feeling. There's nothing wrong with sitting in and feeling, but you shed a tear and then you get up and you fight. Right. I mean, life is hard. Life is hard. It is very, very hard. I can't imagine if I was spending, if I was still down and I wasn't, I hadn't met all the people I've met and um, talked to and hopefully inspired all the people I've inspired. I can't imagine what my life would be if I hadn't taken the chance to put myself out there. And I did. There was it was rough, it was a little rough at first. There, you know, there's trolls. Mm-hmm. Yep, there's the the guppies. They're there swimming in their pond. They're trying to get in the ocean with us, but they can't. They're too small. We'll eat them. And uh, and they definitely won't uh, swim. They won't they, laugh. They, they don't, and they didn't last. They didn't, you know, the ones, the guppies that were circling me, they're all gone now. Everybody's a big fish. All the guppies are gone. And I'm sure maybe a little guppy might swim up. <laughs> yeah, you see them back there, but you see the big fish. Yeah. That's the guppy. Ain't that big fish? He's swimming, baby. He ain't, he ain't even looking back. Okay. He is not, he is not seeing them. <laughs> he won't catch up with you, but I, I'm very happy about this in my heart, y'all. I'm going to talk for just a second because, you know, like I said, I've only um, brought on burn survivors so far. And for this next month, I have got just this delightful array, starting with Miss Fatima, this delightful uh, diversity of diverse group of people coming on because I want you to see that, you know, and I, I, I had to start with Fatima because of our youth. And just in case uh, I know that maybe not little kids watch me, but there are a lot of teenagers and young adults that watch me. This applies to you. kids, And this applies to you too, my friends that are my age. And this applies to you too, all of you who have children that are burned or um, uh, uh, different for whatever reason or have been traumatized or sick, this applies to you. And it's sort of like, you know, there's lots of books, children's books that we read and the best ones always speak to the parents too. You know, I always read to my kids, but the best ones always teach the parents a lesson to, um, you know, I gave my daughter, you know, the book for graduation that everyone always gets so the places will go because, you know, that's, it, it, it's, 
important. And I think that I'm a big fish. Not a guy. You are. You yeah. are a big fish. And I will be sending you one of my sweaters. Yes. Uh, yes. It is, it is on its way. <laughs> See it well enough. It is. That is so cute. And, it, and when you guys go on my Instagram page, there's better pictures and things there. But um, yes. Look, look them for sale and everything. Yeah, so because everybody has been asking, I'm um, starting in the summer, I'm going to do tanks and t-shirts. So I'm going to be launching a oh. website close to the summer. Yeah, so I have unisex, um, the the sleeveless uh -huh. tops. I have some short sleeves and then long sleeve. I so I just need till maybe July and then we are going to be launching a yeah. website. Well, I'm following you, so I'll know when you launch. Yeah. I'll my t-shirt. Everybody knows that I keep my skin grafts uncovered. Uh, we'll show them off, but because okay, you know, yeah. there's a sensation to them, mm -hmm. I can't describe it. <laughs> you know, it's okay. a better uncovered, mm -hmm. but so I'm really glad it's summer now. I can work the tank top. and Yeah, the, I can be comfortable. And yep. the t-shirts, but um, so what do you want to leave? everyone with as as a big fish and not a guppy. What, what do you want people to do or know the most or anything you want? Any, what, what do you most want to say to take this show out? I think to end this show, I want everyone who is listening to know that number one, you are not alone. Number two, you will get through it. You will get through it. You will get through whatever um, is happening right now. It is only for the time being. Mm -hmm. And um, the best, I, I say this quote all the time, the best form of revenge is success. And I mean that. I do. And I mean that in the sense of not everyone aspires to be a doctor, a lawyer, an entrepreneur. Success the definition of success will vary depending on the person. So the best form of revenge is success. Whatever it is that will make you happy, that will get you out of bed every single day, yeah. go for that. Swim for that. And I want everyone to keep swimming. Keep keep swimming. Keep swimming and, and never let your dreams sleep. Don't ever let your dreams sleep. Ever. You continue to swim. And even if you don't know what your dream is, keep swimming. I was almost 50. I'm almost 50 now before I realized what my purpose is. Passion. What, mm -hmm. and, and, where, and where my passion really lies. I mean, I had no idea that I could mm -hmm. do what I'm doing right now. Boom. And, and right. I love, yeah, and, mm -hmm. I, love I live for talking to you guys and and hopefully, you know, just knowing that someone out there needed to hear Fatima B today, needed to hear what she said. I live for that, you know? Well, thank you. Yes. And and take, I want whoever is hearing this, take what you need. Take right. what you need to get up and go. Because mm -hmm. it's hard. Life is tough, but you're tougher. Yeah. Like, listen. Don't stress these guppies. Whoever's listening, do not stress these guppies. They're nothing. Guff. Okay? They don't pay a bill. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if y'all still letting people's opinions bother you, but don't pay your bill. Mm. <laughs> <laughs>
Because <laughs> I went through a whole thing with that. And then I realized they hadn't bought one single one of the wigs on my head. And they could not. Uh-huh. And then just go ahead and stay in the pond. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, if you want to follow Fatima, she is at Busy Bumblebee on Instagram. And there, her bio, look down read her bio. Everything you want to know about her is down here. I want you to follow her, like, share, comment on the um, YouTube and the Facebook and on the podcast. We want to reach people. I want to reach people. It is not about sponsorships. It is not about, for me, it is about Somebody needs to hear this. So the more subscribes, likes, and shares, the broader this gets. The more you hear it, the, the, the more big fish get to hear it. And maybe some guppies. I, I do have one last question. Can yes. a guppy become a big fish? <sighs> yes. A guppy can become a big fish by change behavior and, and their ways, right? Like... A gu- the definition of the guppy is literally anything that is negative, right? So as people, there may be some people who's like, I'm a guppy because I don't have X, Y, Z, and I don't have this, and I can't feel like I do this. And this is all up to self, right? So if making, this is just an ex- example for anybody that's here, if you're maybe still in college and you feel like I'm a guppy, because you know, da, da, da. once you get that degree, baby, you've graduated to a big fish and you're gonna keep on swimming, okay? So a guppy can become a big fish. They can as as people. So yes, a you guppy can. You just have, you just, to, have you just had that thought that we're talking about the big fish and we are big fish. But if you're a guppy, come on. You, catch you up. are big fish too. Catch up, get out of that pond. That's I, I, right. The guppy uh, for a minute while I was, uh, you know, feeling down. But the big fish came back. You know, that's it. And you're never going back to a guppy. Mm-mm. And 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 Tanya, thank you so much for allowing me on this platform. I truly do thank thank you. Um, you know, when I saw your page, I looked at your page and I said I was at work eating lunch and I said this lady is so strong. And I said this to you when you and I were speaking, just watching your videos and you are beautiful inside and out and you are so strong. You literally pulled yourself up and God does things to people who he knows can handle it. And you are handling it, rocking it out and doing your thing. You turned, like what you said, you, you reshuffled your deck and i thank you for um allowing me to share this platform with you for today i am delighted to have you here and will you come back and visit with me yes i will girlfriend all right girlfriend well i want to tell everyone you all know whatever you're going through um think think of it two ways now fatima will tell you to reshuffle your deck and I will always tell you that this too shall pass. Thank you so much for watching. Thank we'll you guys. Bye bye. Bye bye.